What's up, everybody? We want to say welcome back again. Hey, hey. Hey, we back here again. Oh, man, this is not flowing how I want, but we're not even going to stop it. We're just going to let this thing go on through. Hey, look, check it out. <laughs> this shit's ass for real. We never had a podcast before, and we on episode six and still don't know how to introduce it. That's why we keep coming up with new introductions. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just keep figuring this shit out as we go. And uh, <laughs> But we know what we talk about today, and we are, um, as you guys can see, it is entitled Waste management and you always know that we go a variety of different directions when it comes to our podcast topics so today we want to just get straight to the point hit it out with a banger because i know a lot of y'all is going to be offended y'all feelings going to be hurt y'all going to be boohooing blah 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 but we're here with the facts i'm gonna be honest i'm here to actually stir the pot up a little bit i'm here to actually <laughs> you know cause a little bit of drama i'm here to orchestrate oh, a little goodness. bit of frustration today that's literally <laughs> what i'm here to do um and i'm gonna start by doing it by telling y'all this right here right now ladies and gentlemen because i see gentlemen doing this silliness too <laughs> i have seen this waist trainers don't work <laughs> say it again boo waist trainers don't work they don't do a damn thing they're not working they don't do anything but constrict your body from doing the natural thing it wants to do you are restricting blood flow you're restricting oxygen getting in there you're restricting you know the mere fact of letting your muscles expand and mm-hmm. contract when you're breathing, you know, your you're not fitness. allowing this to happen when you wear a waist trainer. Corsets don't work. If you can believe that by squeezing your damn self with some goddamn fabric is going to make you lose some weight or change your figure if that's what you think you are crazy because it is if it's changing your figure figure then what is it really doing is it moving in your organs What's it doing? Go ahead, talk to me then. So I want to just give the facts on exactly what a waist oh, trainer oh, is. She's the lady with the facts today. I feel like some <laughs> people, and this is just a, a summary of um, what a waist trainer is. But I just want to give a little history of when it started. So it was back in the mid, late um, 19th century. And it was really designed to help women change their body appearance which is horrible even thinking about back then that they wanted to completely just change and restructure they want to change their appearance their yes to change their entire body structure i think changing your appearance is something totally different from actually changing your body your physical body bone structure so society makes you think that you're supposed to have this coke bottle shape and this very very small waist and wide hips and a nice butt or whatever the the goals are these days but i'm here to let you guys know that you need to be your own body goals because everybody's um body isn't going to look like an hourglass figure you can play with your body, meaning you can give an illusion looking like your um, waist is smaller than what it actually is. And that goes into weightlifting and resistance training. And that's down the line that we'll talk about. But the main fact is this, these waist trainers are not, or is not the end all be all. That is not how you just get a small waist. And um, 
piggybacking off of like what Kim was saying, I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I was a diehard waist waist uh, trainer fan when I first started working out. You had like <laughs> four different ones. I did, guys. You I had did. one with a zipper, one yep. Velcro, Socks. one was like a pin. I had a cute one, you know, one that I would wear around in the, gym, the house. Around the house, exactly. I'd so, ask you what you was doing. <laughs> so you say I'm waist training. I said, nigga, eat right. <laughs> So he's been saying this a while. And for those of you who don't know, um, I am pretty much a rebel when it comes to my husband and his suggestions. So although he is an awesome fitness guru, knows his stuff, education, everything, he's still my husband. So I don't listen to everything he says. So even if he's telling me, he's been telling me this whole time that waist trainers um, is not the the result, that, that's not what you use to get a small waist. I was using them anyway. So it wasn't up really until... First of all... <laughs> I was this, trying to go with my first story. First of all, hold on though. I gotta interject because uh, it's it's really messing with me. The waist trainer don't even go around your waist. Yes, it does. It goes around your waist and your uh. Well, it's your midsection. See, I always thought when I was had when I had them, I always thought a Where's really your waist? good a really below, like where your hips is. I ain't never see a shorty wrapper ass no. and her hips. But see, that's the thing. Like, there are certain type of waist trainers. Like, there's ones that, like, it's, like, full coverage. And I, I feel like that one was my favorite one because I had um, coverage from literally underneath my uh, Under, boobs. Underneath the boobs. And then down right to the... down to the waist. And it would just sit. But the thing is, it was so hard to fucking breathe and work out you in it. You know how many vital organs. And I just mentally worked through that. Or sitting right and I all know. of that. And that's my biggest concern. And that's what I end up learning eventually is that it can damage your bones and your organs because it restructures them and um, pushes them in. So you're not supposed to do that with your body. Like, however you're shaped, when you work out, it shouldn't be to be to look exactly like somebody else. Because at the end of the day, all of our bodies are different. And you actually have to, when you work out, you're working out to... What's the words I can say? You're working out to enhance your natural body ability anyways. So whatever you had, whatever you naturally are going to look like when you're fit and you're in shape, that's what you're going to look like after everything is all said and done. Let me explain something to you. A waist trainer is not a plastic surgeon. No, it's a not. A waist trainer is not a personal trainer. It does not mean... I can wear this piece of material. Like this is the only thing I could wear. And, and, I'm a, give and, me... I'm a, and I'm going to get right. Yes. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work at all. And I'm willing to argue this point And I got points all ready to argue. Here we go. To the young lady that want to say, well, Kim, I wore my waist trainer. I put it on. I worked out and I just started working out and I was putting it on. And I worked out three days a week and I lost 10 pounds and I lost inches off my stomach. That's because you lost the 10 pounds, sis. It's because you started working out. Yeah, it's because you started actually giving your body some physical activity. So when you started giving your body that physical activity, you started burning more calories. Mm -hmm. As you burn more calories, your body body responded (laughs) to it. The waist trainer did nothing. And that was one of my biggest things. Like, I feel like a lot of people put too much emphasis and power on waist trainers when 
you're pretty much negating the fact that you've been eating clean, that it's you've a been shortcut. that you've been running or working out or whatever the case. Like, don't put the emphasis on the waist trainer because I promise, I was using a waist trainer for a good three and a half, four years. Once I stopped, that was actually when I started seeing abs for the first time seen abs. in my life. You seen abs when you stopped wearing a waist when trainer? When I stopped wearing a waist trainer and I actually started eating for my goals. Here's my thing. I am telling you with facts that I have real proof of clients mm-hmm. who don't wear waist trainers that has a small that waist have ab, that have abs or a small waist or a small waist. Yep. Real pictures. You see what I'm saying? Like these is real results. These is real people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's not that I'm trying to you know, discredit any business or get any business, no money or try to do that. I'm not that type of person. What I'm telling you is, is the science and the facts behind it is that when you put put the emphasis on the waist trainer, that means you have now taken the shortcut because you're not putting the emphasis on the kitchen. Yeah. On the caloric deficit that you must have. And on working out like you're you got like some of you guys are really giving too much power and emphasis to the waist trainers like Kim said. And let's think about this. So if you are fat or overweight, I'm not even going to say that if you are overweight, because if I would have said fat, <laughs> you would have. But the way I say it, me. the way you say it is two different things. What do you you mean? be saying it like rude. I be saying like, fat? oh, like you're like fat? fluffy. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. Anywho, well, let's oh, continue. No, we gonna come back to that. Whatever. You're okay. Not, you're not, we're not so, getting into this podcast without that. So, topic. anywho, so let's say you were overweight. You decided not to do no type of physical activity. You did. You're not eating clean or anything. You just buy a damn waist trainer. I want you to not do anything. With, just wear that motherfucker. Just wear it. <laughs> don't eat right. Don't work out. Just wear that for a month. They're not even going to be Take able to a wear picture. it for a month. Take a picture. And then people be like, oh, it's a recommended eight hours a day or three hours. Sis. They trying to kill themselves. There's so many fitness influencers out here that are telling you, listen, they're telling you to wear this product, this, that, and take this tea, do this, that, and a third. You're telling everyone to do all of this, but you're also telling them that they have to be in a caloric deficit. Or you have to work out and increase your physical activity in order to lose weight. So regardless, it always boils back down to the obvious, which is you have to have a caloric deficit because these products that people are suggesting for you, if you can't just do it, meaning just cold turkey, you can't just put on a waist trainer, walk around with it for 30 days, not do anything and get results or not get results. That's what it kind of really boils back down to. The fastest way to any direction is in a straight line for me to get the a to b the fastest way for me to go is straight it's simple right we start wearing waist trainers we start doing all this craziness mm-hmm. you know it distracts us it, it, de- it makes us to go on a detour <laughs> yeah from a to b so now we got to start going all these detours going all the way around the world just to get to where i could have went straight this way and I could have got there. And who the hell told y'all to start wrapping y'all asses in plastic? Well, first of all, who I didn't did that before. 
told y'all to <laughs> rap y'all selves in plastic. Don't get me wrong. I remember, you know, back in Midget League days when cats had to uh, lose weight before the yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say that. They had to put yeah. garbage bags on. But yeah. what I'm saying is, no, there's like people are really wrapping their asses, arms, all of this in in like garbage bags well, and I feel like plastic. It's just... But my thing is, it just put on more clothes. I mean, it's if the that's same. That's what you're going to do. But it's technically the same thing. I would rather them wrap themselves up in plastic and garbage bags than to put a corset on for ten hours of the day, and your your bones is getting restructured, and now you all fucked up because you are using a, a product that's not even sustainable. You about to tell me you want people out here walking around like sandwiches and shit? Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with people walking around with plastic wrap versus a corset for 10 hours of the day or whatever it is the recommended time is man look here if you are wearing plastic all day i'm gonna tell you this right now that's goofy if you wearing it in the gym that's goofy you don't gotta do all that like i get it i get you want to lose that water weight really quickly but eventually guess what water weight slow up too so you going eventually once you lose That's your body's only going to release anyway release the amount of water that it can release and still sustain good health it's not going to just release all the water you see what i'm saying so it's like even putting all the plastic on is it's not going to do anything you know what i'm saying because eventually you're going to start have you're going eventually you're going to stop either losing fat or you're going to lose muscle but there with plastic there's not anything that is is restraining from it other than the pressure of you wrapping it around multiple times like somebody can put one layer of plastic on put some vaseline or something on to help sweat out that water and work out and be fine like putting like putting a whole bunch of like layered wrapped around i can see what you mean by like why don't you just put on extra clothing but I feel like I like that way better. The plastic wrapping yourself with plastic. I don't think it needs to be all over your body. But if you have like your midsection, you want to just put it in kind of just, just to, to release more water to, from it. Yeah, then I can see I'm, that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with waist trainers. If if it helps you feel more confident, you know, around your midsection when being in the gym. That I'm cool with. But that's with. still the same thing that we're talking about. But what you can't. But the I'm things cool with the- waist trainers working out is not ideal. The ones that are now new and improved with the zippers and the this, that, and the third and the attachments, those are not okay to be wearing in a gym. You can't breathe. I'm talking about or move. I- I'm talking about from a perspective of like I had a person tell me like I mean I'm gonna be honest like I wear a waist trainer in the gym because my stomach's not all the way there and you know I don't be liking to wear. A whole bunch of like t-shirts and stuff i don't feel comfortable in that i understand and, that and it but was there's, a confidence thing but there's different so, types of waist trainers like a sweat band versus a yeah, waist oh yeah, well, that's trainer what I'm talking about. like a like uh like a, a sweet sweat band yeah like those yeah. are okay but there are some i mean those don't work either though they don't they just make you sweat that but that's the they don't promote it to make you have a smaller waist from my understanding they promote it so you can get rid of water weight water weight i mean in troubled areas so 
as like me and Kim were saying, there's a difference between waist trainers. Um, I don't know if there's a proper word per se, but there's a difference between corseted type waist trainers, which is like extremely tight around your stomach and hard to kind of maneuver in versus the ones that are strictly just um, like sweatbands and they're normally flat. They're, they're probably a little bit um, bulky a little bit, I guess you could say. They're not as form fitting or um, they don't fit to your body. They're just literally just to help sweat. Those are okay. I did notice like some waist trainers have those on there, but they also have the corseted parts on there. So it kind of like defeats the purpose. Like it's it's kind of okay, but it's not okay for real. Like, but yeah, if, you, if there was something, I feel like waist trainers are only good for, um, and I've read about this, waist trainers are only good for women who just had children because their organs are all messed up. So it kind of helps them get back into formation. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. I don't. I never read it, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, like I, though, I, I didn't read it though. If you've but. recently had a child, a waist trainer is totally fine because it helps reorganize those that bone structure and those organs that kind of got um, misplaced during your pregnancy. So those are good for women who just had a baby, but even that is a limited time period. You shouldn't be having it on. Um, I mean, you could wear it the first couple months after you've had a kid, but after that, you shouldn't really be having it for more than a year. I don't feel like that would be safe. All in all, I think it's a waste of money. <laughs> um, and that's, Definitely. And that's what I believe. they cost too damn much. And I almost paid $100 for one of my waist trainers. <laughs> like, this is stupid. Speaking of wasting money, I know that that is one of the most common things that almost every american probably does mm -hmm. is waste money i Wants mean versus needs people i mean we all waste money we a lot of us are more consumers than we are savers mm -hmm. you know a lot of us uh don't even have a savings account a lot of us don't have an emergency fund mm -hmm. um you know so and it's crazy that we are in these times and if these times ain't teach you nothing else, it should have taught you to save. Facts. You know what I mean? Or to have another type of stream of income. But so it's you're like not just this thing about subscriptions that we don't use. Waste of money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just all type of ways we waste money. And I think that, you know, as we're getting older now, you know, we're starting to really see the value of money. And we're starting to understand money more now. And we're starting to realize that, you know, that old school saying it's not about how much money you make it's about how much you keep mm -hmm. you know and honestly just kind of um going off of what you said we and notice i say we because i'm not um excluding keem and i from this conversation at all but we as a um as a culture and i would even say generation we need to make sure that we're spending things spending money on things that actually bring us value. Like I understand, you know, we all have like our wants and our needs. Um, sometimes our wants overflow with our needs, but if you're like spending a, a good portion of your money on something that's not bringing you no type of return, then I feel like it's a, that's when it would be considered wasting money. Like if you're just collecting things just for shits and giggles, like, or just because that's the hottest thing that you want, like the hottest thing that's out right now or whatever the case. If again, if it can't bring you no return investment, it's a waste of money. I mean, it and it's a waste in a way of, 
could this money have been used In, for better? Exactly. Could this yep. money have been used to better my situation or my children's situation or, you know, my spouse's situation? That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Like, now, I'm not going to say don't treat yourself. You know, I'm just talking about the money we're wasting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, pay attention to that like, part like of to it. Like, to me, the biggest money that I think that we waste is cable. We have cable. Oh, yeah. Um, And we don't even watch it. Y'all, literally, we don't even watch literally TV. Literally, we have... We got three, Our clients three, keep us we got updated three TVs on shows. in this house, and <laughs> we have yet to watch. We barely watch any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like this I, week, what? This is Wednesday. I think the last time we probably watched something was Sunday. I mean, we just don't watch TV. Yeah. I mean, that's just something that, but we've been paying for cable, mm-hmm. you know, week after, I'm t- week, month after month for the past like two, three years. So, like, it's just, you know, it's wasteful right there and the thing is i feel like we're never going to get you know ahead financially free um unless we actually limit the amount of money that we waste you know what i'm saying because we waste too much i would even say um you know you you brought up cable honestly i would even say school was a waste of money for me Mm. and i say that because that same money that i put that i'm putting into school or that my to my um the cost of school was I could have created a business and took out a loan for something that can benefit me in my return. Don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything. Crib, you could have bought stocks. Facts. I could have yeah, I could have invested it that same exact amount of money that, that now is your debt. That now is my debt could have made me money and and I could have taken been a different a, type of debt. I could exactly I could have mm-hmm. taken event, full advantage of that, but I didn't. And I'm not taking from anyone who has a college degree. I'm just simply stating me personally, I feel like a lot of the things that I've learned in school wasn't based off of education. It was more so experiences. And I feel like that's also something I've could have learned by not being in school. Um, I do think higher education is important, but I also think that everyone is different and school's not for everybody. If you're not doing anything with your degree, I'm pretty sure, and you and I had this conversation, if you're not doing anything with your degree right now, because people change their, 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 uh, major and their major in college so many different times. Mm -hmm. So normally they're not even doing what they're supposed to be doing or what they went to school for. And if you are still talking about you got X, Y, and Z in school and you're not doing nothing with it, you're wasting your money right there. I mean, look, let me ask you this question real quick though. Are college degrees depreciating in value or appreciating in value the older we get? I would say... The older we get, um, scratch that, it's depreciating. You're going to go depreciating? Yeah, I was going to try to give this long thought out process. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? This, 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 no, I'm going to just mean, say it depreciates just like a car. I mean, look, look I'm going to tell you, I think the reason they're depreciating so much, how you know they're depreciating is everybody's going straight to masters now. Because mm-hmm, they're a like, oh, this isn't enough. A bachelor's degree has become a high school diploma. Yeah. So now it's straight to masters. Yep. Everybody thinks a masters is it. And then you get a masters and you realize, damn, I'm I got a master's degree and I'm still making forty thousand. Mm-hmm. So now I got this debt of eighty thousand in school, but I can't even make eighty grand. But you know what I'm gonna do next? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go get my doctorate. And then after that, what am I gonna do? Shoot. I'm gonna buy a house and get a mortgage. Uh, uh, and, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get a new debt. car. On top of the fact that I got this 
forty to eighty thousand debt, and then I'm gonna go get a house debt on and top of that, and that's called. I'm, then I'm gonna get a car. Mm. Car. So now I got debt there. That's called. Yeah, I'm never gonna be financially free. Mm-hmm. That's called debt. I'm never gonna pay. That's off. just tying you down. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my thing is when it comes to you know just the college realm of things. Uh, college is a hundred percent. A business. It's one hundred percent a business. All schools are. I mean, they're they have their projections. They have their profit and loss sheets. Yep. Um, they they're a corporation. You know what I mean? How and, to get more people? And, and, like you know, they have a marketing that, plan. That's exactly what it is. And mm-hmm. you know, we can do an entire pod on just college being a business in and of itself. But just right now, just speaking of it, it's like this, man. I feel bad for the brothers and sisters with master's degrees. I feel bad for people with out here and, you know, they got these degrees and they can't even work in their field. Yeah. That's the worst thing in the world to know that, man, I went to school for this and I can't even work in this field. You know what I'm saying? I mean, college really doesn't do much. But you know what I also know this college does? Give you debt. It gives you debt. And it, it it gives it puts us in this mindset that we have to chase that dollar because you notice people don't normally go to school, don't always go to school for their true passion. They actually go because they know what their in career goal is going to make them in the long run. I mean, money's a, money's a big factor though. Money exactly. is a big factor because it's like this: you're only going to go get the masters to get a higher salary. Exactly. That's and that's just I mean, what that's my just point is. Real. Yeah, like you're that's just cha- you're chasing the dollars and what what can come after it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you also can make that on your own, like without the help of For somebody sure. else. But that's that's something different. But I just want to say, you know, we want to say that we don't want anyone chasing just chasing the money. And, like, and let me let me give practical advice real quick, man. Actually audit your finances. Okay, so being that we we have a business, uh, we have to do our finances, right? So the thing is, you could do that personally. Actually, you know, put yourself, look at your bank statements, you know, and actually go through what you spend money on that has no value. Things that you probably aren't using. Like he you said, know, subscriptions. If that's a gym membership and you're not using membership. it, cancel that joint. Right. Especially now. It, it don't matter. Yeah. If, if it's a if it's Netflix and you're not watching it, cancel it. Mm. You know, hop on you your can, friends. Hop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if any <laughs> Netflix people are gonna hear this, but I'm not telling y'all that. Look, for real, for real. <laughs> Netflix is killer shit. Uh. But uh, anyway, no. Nah, but seriously, you know. Look for ways that you can save money with just looking at subscriptions. You know what I'm saying? Even your insurance payments. Your insurance can be very, very high. You know, we've been in COVID. You know what I mean? You can actually call yep, your insurance companies you, mm-hmm. and you can get your premiums lowered because you're not driving as much if you're working from home or if your job has told you you're working from home. And so you want to always try to find ways where you can, you know, hack yourself to the point where I'm saving this much money. You see what I'm saying? Like you're paying you don't want to waste bread. You're paying yourself. As long as you're paying yourself first, then nothing else really matters. Like everything else is going to get taken care of. Just make sure that you pay yourself first for the work that you've done. But now I want to say like, you know, we talked about wasting money. So if people's wasting money, I'm pretty sure they're wasting opportunities too. Hey, yo, this lemonade is the sweetest shit in the world really (laughs) but uh (laughs) like yo 
Oh, man. Opportunity. Man, look here. I think it, it takes us to waste opportunity to actually learn to take advantage of opportunity. Um, the more that you, the more that we waste opportunity, the more we realize how important opportunities are and how very little of them we get. You see what I'm saying? So I look at it like that, like, you kind of have to waste an opportunity. You kind of got to blow it. You kind of got to do somebody wrong. You kind of have to do that. You know what I mean? For you to start taking advantage of the opportunities. I didn't start taking advantage of opportunities until I was messing them up at first. That's a good point. That's just in me. You know what I mean? Again, guys, I tell y'all every podcast, This I'm very unqualified for a lot of this information. But if you agree, thank you. I would say wasting an opportunity for me would kind of be like a lack of preparation in a way, like um, just not taking advantage of your now. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like it's looking at your current state as prison instead of a blessing. Like, yeah, that's a good you see what one. I'm like I, your current state is a vehicle. Mm hmm. Right. But. The way that you see it can determine if that vehicle is stagnant or moving. I agree. Right. With you, opportunity. That's deep. With opportunity, it's like this. Like y'all know the saying of, um, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Y'all know this, this saying of, fuck. It's all good, boo. Um, but it just come back down to, to me, you know, if you are in your current state, and you're looking at your current position, your current job right now as, you know, this is hell. My life is butt right now. And you're not looking at it in a in a way or in a direction that's like, you know what? I'm in this position because there's something that I'm supposed to learn while I'm here. Right. You know, the lesson is in the blessing. The blessing is in the lesson. You see what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. You figure out what you had to say? I did figure out. Yeah, because I went on some ramble shit. They they didn't want to hear this. So the saying that I was that was floating around in my head that I didn't get a chance to say was um, make sure you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And I say that because whenever an opportunity presents itself, if you are already prepared, if you are already moving in a way that, you know, I'm about to collect all my blessings, I'm about to take full advantage of any opportunity to come my way, as long as you stand in your lane and you're doing the... Um, the necessary work to continue to level up, then I feel like everything could be considered an opportunity. Okay. So name an opportunity you wasted. Um, I would say, I'm not going to say one that I wasted, but I would say one that I could have wasted. I'll say as of recently. So uh, I think it was last week, two weeks ago, I had went on a bike trip <laughs> with um, a few of my fitness friends and um, it was I am not a biker y'all I'm gonna be completely honest I am not a biker I give it wholeheartedly to everyone who does biking because that is just not for me and with me being in fitness you would think that that's something that I would be good at but no I'm not anywho so that's my background about biking but I had went with um, a group of some friends and we biked for about three hours and I did not want to go like this is now my second second or third time I think going with them within the past like month or so and I did not want to go and I talk myself out of it every single time before I go but I end up going anyway just to push myself so this last trip that we went on 
Um, it was a three hour trip, three hour bike trip. We did about 25, 26 miles in the middle of that. I actually fell on a bike. I'm 27 years old and I fell face forward on a bike. Now, I feel like anyone else probably could have took that as some type of embarrassment or whatever the case. I was like, fuck it, wipe myself off and kept it moving. And my whole point in that is because I've learned so much about myself in that pivotal moment that I can get back up and do anything that I want. So if I would have just ignored that whole like if I would have just listened to myself and let me talk myself out of not doing the bike um, ride because I'm not an advanced biker or because I'm intimidated by falling and actually being scared to fall, then I wouldn't have experienced that fall. And I feel like that was something that I needed. So that just showed me how to get back up and keep it moving. And that opportunity could have been wasted by me just being like, no, I don't want to go. Like, you know, I'm just just being scared, not I th- pushing myself. I think you 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 gotta harp on the blessing and you gotta push that message. You fell, you did a total of how many miles? Twenty five, twenty six. All right, and you fell at mile what? <laughs> I was like at the halfway point, y'all it was to the point I could have caught an Uber, like I'm ready to go to the crib, forget this whole bike thing. So, so like it was like halfway estimate. through. About fifteen. I would say about fifteen. So about mile fifteen then. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you still after the fall did ten more miles. Yes, that's the message right there. Yeah. That's the message of this whole podcast today. Yep. You, you, your story is the message. There ain't nothing else I can say to that. <laughs> you got your ass busted. Hell yeah, y'all broken at mile fifteen, mm-hmm. but got back up and did ten more. Yep. The message ain't about you know. The message ain't about the fall. Yeah. It's about the get up. The victory of. You got up and did 15. Then you got up and did 10 more. Mm-hmm. That's the message. And when it comes down to waste management. It's about being able to get up from the waste. Mm-hmm. Being able to get up out of the garbage. Like that 15 miles that I did you prior wasn't there. a waste. No. No, it was preparation for that fall. So like shit, I just did all of these. I miles. just did fifteen. I can knock out ten. Exactly. Yep. I can knock ten out now. Yep. So. And that's that's what it comes down to. You took advantage of the opportunity of this of getting up. Mm-hmm. We all got an opportunity to give get up. We all got an opportunity, you know, to give up. Mm-hmm. That's some real shit. We all got that opportunity, but that tells you a lot about you about. What you take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Because in every opportunity, you take advantage of something. You have to take advantage of it or you don't. So that's the message. And I think that's a hell of a way to close. Because <laughs> it's like. When get it, back up, guys. <laughs> man, get up. No matter what, yo. Like, for real, man. No matter what opportunity is presented to you. No matter if you lose in that opportunity. No matter if you lose money. No matter if you feel like it ain't even panned in the way that you thought it would go, get up. Believe in yourself. Don't you ever give up, man. Because even if you at mile 15 and you fall, I I guarantee you, you could be just like Tori and you can get up and you could still do 10 more miles after that. Mm -hmm. And that's the story of your life. 
So that's I'm the mental. story about all of our lives. Is that man? If you get up, can't nobody tell you what you can't do. Mm-hmm. It's only when you down when my, when when people could tell you what the hell you can't do because and you're that's already only if down. You, and but that's, and that's only if you, if you let them. Yeah, if you let if you let somebody tell you what you can't do and you believe that and you you know embrace that every moment of your well-being then yeah you're going to start to think the same thing hey i apologize for getting all preacherish on y'all too man but that i already heard the story it ain't like tori is just not telling me this i already knew she got her ass busted <laughs> it's just the fact the way he that asked, no y'all she let kinda, me tell y'all because he she asked kinda, if i needed trainer wheels yeah yo you you fell off a bike <laughs> Like at mile like fifteen, like that's just different than me. Like I, most people fall at mile three. Whatever. Like fifteen miles in, you kind of got the groove out of it. Like mm-hmm. at what point did you did you fuck up the pedaling, like <laughs> or the handlebars? Like how did that happen at mile fifteen? Like were y'all going down some trails, some hills, and some twists and turns? I don't it know. gets complicated. No. But go ahead. Finish your closing. I I was closing it. You the one that came at me. I was trying to let you live. Now it's time to scale you. (laughs) You the one that fell, got got messed up. But it's all good though. You got up, you know, your wrist is all messed up now, and Mm -hmm. I've been rubbing it and making you feel good. All right. uh, I like to hype me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But hey y'all look. The gas. For real, for real, man. Look, y'all got the message today, man, for real. You know, manage the waste in your life, man, and never give up and always get up when you got the opportunity to get up. We're going to see y'all next week. We want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you. If thank you stayed you. the whole time, we definitely appreciate you. Mm-hmm. If you cut us off, it's cool. We appreciate you for listening for however long you listen. And, uh, hey, please share this with a friend, y'all, and uh, subscribe. And if you haven't listened to any other prior episodes, I guarantee y'all go listen to them, man. Straight heat. We're going to see y'all next week. See you guys.